Huge here. I want to thank you for jumping on our podcast. Spread the word. Just tell everybody to search The Huge Show wherever they download podcasts. And also, get ready for the Super Bowl. Get in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that code HUGE. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Hey, this is huge. You excited for the Super Bowl with the Lions not playing? Well, I got a huge offer from my friends on DraftKings. If you want to enjoy the Niners and the Chiefs and no Lions, all you have to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code HUGE when you sign up. Then just bet $5.00. On either of those NFC champion trophy stealing Niners or Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. It's about five bucks and you get 200 instantly. That's it. Yeah, and I'm sure the Lions Nation, you can't wait to tune that game in. I know I can. Brock Purdy. And it is 7.040 running away from Lions receivers. Just download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE. Because I'm not going to watch it. Matter of fact, I respect DraftKings. And I welcome anybody with the opportunity to win some cash. And get this bonus if you're new customer. So, you want to watch the Niners as NFC champs instead of Lions. season is over. I wish you could bet five bucks on if they could go back in time and kick that field goal in this 27-24 beat camp. So you can bet on the Niners. Or, God forbid, that Taylor Swift isn't seen during the Super Bowl 7,000 times. So if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that code here. You're not going to see the lines. But you'll see. You'll see the Chiefs and the Ravens. Wait a minute. It's not Chiefs and the Ravens. It's Chiefs and the Niners. Should have been chasing the Lions. Lions led 24-7 at halftime. But again, if you're a new customer, download that DraftKings. Who's that code huge? You're not going to see the Lions. But you can bet on the Niners and the Chiefs. Pick your place. You want to bet on the team the Lions led 24-7 at halftime? Or you want to bet on the Chiefs and see Taylor Swift? It means you're supporting her. And unless you listen to her music, there's... No reason not to bet on the Niners, which should have been bet on the Lions. That's code huge when you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? 
It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number three on the day after. The Lions blew a 17-point halftime lead. They were basically about 22 minutes from the Super Bowl. That close. Taking your feedback on our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Number one reason why you think they lost that game last night, you can join us on 866 838 That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Inside this hour, Frank Schwab, national columnist for the NFL for Yahoo.com, will join us. And Scott Hansen from the NFL Red Zone on the NFL Network. Back to the audience, Joe and Grand Rapids. Thanks for the wait. You're on the HUGE show. Hey, HUGE. How are you today? What's going on, buddy? Hey, uh, discouraging last night's uh, game, but uh, but uh, not uh, dis- not uh, not discouraged for the future. And um, I wanted to just get your opinion on something here. I noticed that uh, in the second half, uh, uh, Jared Goff didn't seem to be as accurate as he. Uh, was and I saw him. If you if you noticed uh, close ups of him, he was sort of working his arm and uh, his shoulder like he had a kink in it or something like that. I wonder if he got nicked up or something uh, in that second half. I just some of those throws were just uncharacteristically off. Eh? Yeah, I, I agree with that, Joe. Thank you. Yeah, the, the the duck on the double pass where he couldn't even throw it like thirty yards. Good point. Let's go to Midland and Mike listening on one hundred point nine. FM the Met, you're on the huge show. Michael. You there, Mike? Am I is this Mike? Are you there? Are there a few are there huge You're in Midland, your right? Would, yeah, your DraftKings promo made me laugh. So I'm gonna try to make you laugh. Okay. Um so when you see grit when you see grit on Dan Campbell's hat, what does that stand for? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't. What does it stand for? From today on, it will be called together. Get ready. I'm going for two. Get ready. I'm going for two. Thank you, Mike and Midland. Mike and GR listening on 96 won the game. You're on this money line Monday presented by DraftKings. Hello? Michael. Hey, uh, two quick questions for you. Huge. Number one, how do you think it affects our thought or the decision-making in the second half if we went for it at the end of the first half? After driving down to the red zone, we decided to kick three. How do you think that changes things if we decide to go for it, whether we get it or not? And secondly, how do you feel about more and more teams going for it on fourth? It seems like when I was growing up, everybody kicked a three. You get down, you take the points, you earned it. Hard to score in the NFL. A lot has to happen right for the other offense to come down and score on you. Just seems like over the last five years or so, it's been nothing but go for it. It's analytics. When I grew up, it was always take the no. point. 
It's, yeah. a, it's analytics, Michael, and I appreciate the call in GR. And that is a good point. If you're going to go for the three-score lead just before halftime, how do you not go for the three-score lead with two opportunities in the second half? That is a good point, Michael. Rusty in Allendale, Michigan, listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the huge show. Yes, Hughes, I got a, a, a question for you. I uh, I went to the Ford Field two weeks ago to watch the Lions beat the Rams. It was magical. We beat the Bucks, and I told myself, you know, we got a good chance to beat the Niners. The first half, we were all over them. Perfect half. They had like 150 yards rushing. I told myself at halftime, if we can just hold, you know, San Francisco gets the ball first, get home to maybe a field goal or maybe even a punt, and get lucky, we'll be in the game. They get a field goal, so we're up by 14. We get the ball back, we're driving, we're across midfield. I go, holy moly, man, if we score here, this game could be over. We get to that controversial, debatable play in the fourth and three. But my question to you is, or just a question, does Dan and uh, Ben Johnson talk about plays? But it was third and five, I think, the play before it. Do uh, you know what that play was, the formation was, to set up the fourth and three play? I forget. I was in a crowded bar. Yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was a run play, which is fine. We were running all day long, but who was the running back at the time? It was St. Brown. St. Brown was the only one in the backfield. He got two or three yards, which was good. But we've been pounding him with Gibbs and Montgomery all day long. And I think if we could have ran, I think it was third and five, he could have put Montgomery in there. I think we would have got, you know, two chances of getting a first down instead of, you know, now it's fourth and three. It's almost a pass play. But, you know, if Montgomery has the ball. I think he, him and Gibbs might power forward for maybe more yardage, be fourth and one. Gives us more options. Could run it. Quarterback sneak it. Pass it. But it was kind of a weird formation, I thought. And I just wonder... You know, is there a, can, does Dan and Ben, you know, agree on the play call? Or it was just kind of a weird play, I thought, with St. Brown in the backfield. Well, they, they've, ran the, they've ran the St. Brown in the backfield before. I'd like to see some JMO back there, and I, I believe they do communicate. End of the day on that drive, which I thought would have put away the game, because it would have been minimum field goal, Reynolds just dropped it. That's it. I, I don't blame coaches on that one. I 27-24, you're down, you try the field goal to tie it, but... You know, we're all armchair quarterbacks. Lions are done. Super Bowl is set. Let's go talk to Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist. He's standing by in the roast umber coffee guest line. And wow, that was like two games in one uh, late last night there in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm sure Lions fans lived about two lifetimes, too, through that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's just... A crushing, heartbreaking loss. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I'm here in Denver and I have a couple of Lions fan friends, and each of them just texting me, basically saying, "Hey, I'm, uh, I'm going to stay with you in Vegas. I, I'm going to book a flight." Like they were, it was there. It was the whole thing. It was 24/7. It, it's it, they'd all played them completely. There was no reason to believe that game was going to change that dramatically. And then, you know, the, the, the first fourth down decision that's going to be talked about all off season that happens. And I hate to say this because it sounds so, you know, it's, I have nothing against the Lions, but I don't think any other team I would have thought this. The moment that ball hit the ground, I thought the 49ers were winning this game. Like, immediately. Like, it wasn't even a question in my mind. And then the game just changes, the Ayuk play and the Gibbs fumble and all that. It just, I, it's rare to see a, a game change that dramatically. I mean, 
race a 17-point deficit in eight minutes of game time is just absurd. And I just feel for the Lions. It's a great story. Great fan base and deserved to, to experience a Super Bowl. And to have that snatch from them like that is just – I don't know how you bounce back from that. I really don't. It is a brutal, brutal loss. It's a lifetime memory. It is. Unless they get to a Super Bowl and they eclipse it and they get back to an NFC Championship game in the next couple of years and they go win it and they – Exercise demons like it took them, you know, 30 plus years to exercise uh, these demons in this playoff run in this 2023 2024 uh, season. And I, I, I said it to start the show today, by the way, uh, Frank, that the minute that ball hit the ground and he dropped it, I, I looked at a crowded bar, bunch of people, and I said, Lions aren't going to survive this. You could feel the momentum. You could visually see it with Shanahan, with the players, with the crowd. It completely flipped. It did. Totally agree. I totally agree with that. And that's what, I mean, and I'm sure you've been debating this all day, and everybody there will debate it all, all spring and summer. What analytics doesn't always take into account is unquantifiable things like momentum. And I believe in that, even though I believe in analytics, too. And I know a lot of people, analytics people think momentum is, is, is fooey and all that. I, you know sometimes when I get, the tenor of a game changes, and it changed completely. And I'm not sure Dan Campbell really thought about what happens if we don't make this. You think about the positive. You think about, okay, if we could, we're trying to step on their throat. We can keep this drive going. We can take away. You know, we could score, we could take their heart, all that kind of stuff. You don't think about what's this going to be like if we don't get it. I think that if they kick the field goal there, look, they, they're up 17 at the half. 49ers get a field goal right away to give them some life, give them some momentum. If the Lions come back and kick a field goal right away, it's back to 17, and the 49ers are like, oh, my goodness, we're down three scores again. It just it, the entire field changes other than, wow, we're only down 14 now. Well, we go and score right here. We're down seven and still third quarter. Order. I just think that they gave them so much life that the Lions didn't convert right there and just gave the ball away without scoring points that it just, you could just sense it. And I'm glad you said it because I didn't want to be the only one to, to just sense that this this game just changed completely. And, and the 49ers had life all of a sudden. Whereas if you kick the field goal, it's not exactly what you want. Yeah, you want the seven every time, of course. But you kick the three there, and they're still at arm's length. They still have a long, long way to go to come back in that game. I just I don't think that, again, I'm an analytics guy. I, I believe in it. But I think there are times when it's okay to take the points. And, you know, I mean, the Dan Campbell, like, oh, this is, this is their identity. This is what they got there. You got to play how, exactly how you played in a regular season. I don't agree with that. You've never been up 14 points in an NFC championship game. This is all situ- everything in life is situational. And that situation called for a different approach than they had taken in, say, you know, week six against the Rams or whatever. That's why the second fourth down attempt that failed when it's 27 24 and your your team is on the ropes that's when i try that field goal to tie it up and say look we're back to even now let's go out there you know campbell with his motivation the culture and they didn't do it and again you watch not hitting that field goal lines might have been playing to take it to overtime when they scored the last yeah, yeah, td right yeah. 
I didn't. I don't know why, but I didn't. I think it's because of the length of the field goal. I didn't hate that decision as much. The second one. Yeah, like forty eight. I, I get everything you're talking about. Yeah, forty eight is not a gimme, especially if you got a Justin Tucker or Harrison Bucker. Okay, I, I get that, but Badgley's not exactly an elite kicker. So I, I think that that there's a, a bit of a risk in a field goal there too. I ultimately, I probably would have tried the field goal. I, I can't lie to you. I think that that would have been my play. But then even then, the 49ers get the ball back. It's tied. They just need a field goal. I kind of understood that one. It's the first one that has me flummoxed. I just think that at that moment, at that time, that situation, if you don't get it, and it's, you know, I mean, fourth and twos, it, it, it's not a gimme in the NFL against a good team. Like, I I just think that the the downside there was just too much. And I just, I, I the first one bothered me. The second one, I'm like, I get it, I guess. I still probably would have come out on the other side. But, yeah, the, the first one is the one that's pretty, <laughs> I don't even have anything on stake with the Lions. I'm not a Lions fan. I'm not from Michigan. But I, I, I just, it's going to stick with me because I was just so invested in the story of this team breaking through and finally making a Super Bowl. Yeah, and they didn't make it. Uh, came up uh, really about 22 minutes, 23 minutes of game time short. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com. You read about the Super Bowl. I don't think a lot of Lions fans have a lot of interest in the Super Bowl uh, right <laughs> now. Looking at the Niners is kind of looking at an old girlfriend's wedding photos. Not going to happen uh, here for a little bit. We'll see as the days go by. Frank, always appreciate your huge opinions. Absolutely, I appreciate it. All right, Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, national NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. You want to join in our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day? Number one reason why the Lions lost that game they led 24-7 a half last night in San Francisco, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000 to interact with the show for free at any time. Also, text DraftKings, one word, to 21000, and you can enter to win $1,000 in cash to bet on the big game. You want all the info? It's free to enter. Just text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The 2023-24 Detroit Lions season has come to a close. The NFC Championship is where this magical ride would come to an end. After jumping out to a red-hot start in the first half, leading 24-7, headed into halftime, San Francisco, the 49ers rolled back in the second half, outscoring Detroit 27-7. What's interesting is that back in 1957, the last time Detroit had won a road playoff game, the score was 24-7 at the half. The only difference was it was the Niners who had the lead. Some judgment calls from Dan Campbell will be debated. Missed tackles, drop passes, a would-be interception off of a face mask, plenty to debate and discuss in the coming days, weeks, months, and years. But none of it will be able to replace the memory of what was a historic year for the Detroit Lions franchise. 
Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan 19 radio stations. Strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Anywhere in the world, you get mobile service. You can listen live weekdays at 3. It's the day after show you never wanted to do. Halftime, I was on the American Airlines app. Looking at the outrageous flight tickets, it didn't matter. We're doing our show out there two weeks, one week, I don't know. And at the end of the game, I'm hitting a drive through on the way home, and it's 34 degrees. And the Lions season is over. Unbelievable. Let's go talk to Scott Hansen. Does an awesome job for the NFL Network, host of the NFL Red Zone channel. You see him on the NFL Network. He is standing by in the roast umber Coffee guest line and Scott here in the state of Michigan, still a state of shock. No, Bill, I, I just heard what you said there and, and I feel your pain. I, uh, I arranged this where we arranged this interview last week and I sincerely thought it could be a rejoicing and 
looking ahead combination appearance for me on the huge show. And instead, I get to join all those born and raised in the state of Michigan or those who live there now or those those around the NFL universe who have found themselves in the the attracting orbit of this amazing Detroit Lions bunch in lamenting that it is. It has come to an end, and uh, who knows what the next year ahead looks like. Where, where'd, bad, bad times. Where did you grow up in Michigan? Rochester. Rochester. Oh. Yep. Born, born and raised 15, yeah, on the back roads, 15 to 18 minutes away from the Pontiac Silverdome mm. with so, season tickets to the Lions uh, all those years. I just was going to ask yep. that. Yeah, Lions fans. So, all right, so you're NFL Network host and Red Zone. You guys are doing that usually during the year with all the games going on. Uh, your thoughts on what you were going through when you see halftime, when you look at what the Lions oh. did to the Niners in San Francisco in the first half, one of the best halves of football ever under Dan Campbell, considering yeah. NFC yeah. Championship game on the road against the one seed. And then that infamous call where it's really not on Campbell because Reynolds dropped the ball, and here comes Big Mo on the San Fran side, and you could almost feel what was coming. Yeah. I, look, at, I, I don't remember a game this year. We've played in the NFL. We've played somewhere in the neighborhood of 280 games. I do not remember a game that was first half, second half. Absolutely, one team couldn't do anything wrong, and the other team couldn't do anything right, and then flip-flopping it the other way around. I had texted some buddies. I had buddies that were going to come into Vegas, and I don't know how I was going to be able to score as many Super Bowl tickets as I was going to need to get my childhood friends in for the big game. I said, this is over. The Detroit Lions offensive line has won this game in the first half. I mean, they were getting anything they wanted to. When you're running Montgomery and Gibbs in between the tackles, and it's it's second and three on a regular basis, and then Ben Johnson had them completely off off balance with hitting them inside, going outside the play action. I said this game is this game is done. Like the most absurd things would need to happen for the Lions not to close this game out in the second half. And then, sure enough, yeah. And, and it wasn't just one thing, in my opinion. Uh, yes, the, the the Campbell aggressiveness caught up with him at the end. I think the second time issuing the field goal and going forward on fourth down was probably worse than the first. Reynolds has got to catch that ball. He, Reynolds has got to catch the uh, the third and ten ball that uh, ended up being a a three and out uh, when he dropped it right right in his chest. Uh, but then the Gibbs fumble immediately after the Niners touchdown, and then, of course, the play that preceded that and two or three plays earlier, the the Jose Canseco ricochet off of the <laughs> helmet and into the arms of the defender. Now, only you and I and the old-timers will get that reference. Do you remember that, Jose Yeah, Canseco? it's, it's kind of like the Jose off the noggin meets the immaculate the reception, noggin. too. There you go, Bill. There you go. And, and I, everything needed to go wrong for the Lions not to be able to close that out. And they still had a chance at the end, but it was, it was, it was disastrous, disastrous. They, they were complicit in their own demise. Uh, and, and then the, the Niners are still a championship quality team and the breaks all went San Francisco's way in the second half. 
Sad, sad time. So, Scott, as a growing up a Lions fan there on the east side of the state of Rochester, NFL Network, Red Zone channel host, that's not the end, but is it the beginning of something consistent and special? I, I won't throw Dynasty out there. Maybe if they would have won a Super Bowl this year, you could have had that argument over a beer. But it's yeah. not the end. But based on their youth, golf is still young, ton of salary cap room, most of any of the four remaining playoff teams. Their window is just opening up. I, I think there is a four till seven year window because they're so young. They have more young guys helping out oh, yeah. as rookies than I've ever seen in the oh. NFL. So I believe there's a four to seven year window for them to exercise blowing that game last night and get those demons behind them like they did this year with a lot. A hundred percent, hundred percent agree. Uh, I would also caution your audience to, to listen to the words of Dan Campbell though, because in his post game news conference, as emotional as he was and as red as his nose gets win or lose at the end of games, when he's standing there at the podium in front of the microphone, he said it, he said two things. One, just the nature of the NFL, this team this group of 53 is never going to be together again. Uh, and, and that's something that, that can't be forgotten, that this was a special, special group of hashtag all grit. And, and they won't be. Now, it might be role players that are, that are leaving and not the stars and not, certainly not the young nucleus of this team. But, but this team, as we know it, will, will not be exactly together again. The second thing is there's no more sneaking up on anyone. There's no, they are the king of the hill in the NFC North. And the, the Vikings, the Bears, the Packers are all going to treat it that way. And then the other teams, they got a first place schedule now coming back this next year in 2024. So those things you need to caution yourself for. That being said, what you just illustrated there young star players, salary cap room, Jared Goff blossoming and playing in that system as, as well as you could ask a quarterback to play for, for chunks at a time. Uh, th- this, this is going to be a four to seven window, 47 year window of contending for the division. And then maybe putting a magical playoff run together and, and excising that demon that we had developed yesterday. I mean, I, I say this, the, the, the draft classes, the last two draft classes, just, just lights out. Yeah. I mean, not, not only special rookie players, but guys that didn't act like rookies during the year. I mean, I know the Gibbs fumble yesterday, but Jameer Gibbs is a star running back. David Montgomery is not young anymore, but you know, by the running back standards, but Montgomery's offseason acquisition was unbelievable. That one two punch that they've got in the backfield is fantastic. And then Sam Laporta put together one of the best rookie tight end seasons we have seen since Rob Gronkowski or if you want to go back further than Gronk, you know who had the best rookie tight end that, that, in terms of numbers that Laporta put up? Mike Freegan Ditka had the numbers <laughs> in a rookie tight end season that Sam Laporta had. And that's it. That's the discussion. Sam Laporta, Rob Gronkowski, Mike Ditka wow. put up numbers as rookie tight ends. That kid and that kid playing through pain the way that he did, uh, you know, after injuring himself in the, in the first game of the playoffs, Tough, tough stuff. Yeah, uh, and then, of course, the offensive line right. is, is one of the best in the NFL. Um, Hutchinson and the defense got to step up and get a little bit better, but they're yep. capable, especially if they're playing for what with a lead. And then the coaching staff has, has a uh, – it's a cliche, but the culture established there 
that's going to be fun for, for Detroit and Michigan sports fans to watch for years to come. Yeah, by the way, in those young uh, guns for the Lions, uh, don't forget about Brian Branch on defense. But what was interesting, Hello. Uh, but Hello. I saw I saw a stat, and then, and I didn't notice this because again, the game I'm in a you know packed bar, you know having a watch party, da da da. Is that? And I wonder why Branch. I'd only see him occasionally. He only played 27 of the 66 defensive snaps, but he was the highest Pro Football Focus graded Detroit defender. Yet he didn't even play half the time last night. No one's talked about yeah, that. that. No, you know what? That's the first time hearing of this. Right. I hadn't checked PFF grades, and I didn't see the snap count. So thank you for informing me. Um, that's a question for the coaching wow. staff. And and Dan Campbell undoubtedly had a reason for it, because they're, they're certainly not afraid of – I mean, I can't even say not afraid of it. They love having that young man in the game, because he is a game changer. He's a thumper. And uh, mm. and he can be, he can play he can play the dual fold role that a safety has to play in the NFL wow. coverage and stepping up and, and playing against the run. I had not heard that, but I I got to think that Dan Campbell, whether it was today or tomorrow, will be doing kind of a you know an exit interview media session, and maybe someone will bring that up. And who knows, maybe Branch was playing through something. I right. I don't know, but but uh, no, that young man is a uh, he's an absolute seventy five percent snap guy or more, I would think, in years to come. Yeah, I agree. And he, we never know. Did he get banged up early? Those things happen. We don't know. Could but, yeah. you know, because to yeah. me, his value is you line him up on one side. He can slow down the run. He can slow down quarterbacks. I, yeah. He's he's an every snap guy unless he's hurt. So we'll yeah. see how that plays out. Scotty, I got to get to some pretty runs. Right. Yeah, some pretty runs. Oh, pretty. The Lions late, too. Pretty runs. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, you know. Boy, you got a pretty run. I'm like, what is this, Deliverance 3 on the bay in a kayak? Oh, no. Come on. No. <laughs> I mean, make a tackle. You know, AJ, one thing uh, that this Al Karsten, uh, who I follow on Twitter, also sent out. How about Aiden Hutchinson? Listen to this. Recorded a 53.7 PFF pro football focus grade versus the Niners. Second worst of 2023 by any defender. His 34.8 run defense grade was the worst of his career. Three total QB pressures are the second lowest total this season and only the fourth game with under six in the first game since week 11 without a QB hit. That's Aiden Hutchinson. Wow. He had a couple of close calls yesterday and did not get home, and that could have made a lot of difference. And you know what? Hutchinson's a winner. He'd be the first person to tell you that that's not acceptable. That's not that. That's He's not still young. Year. He's a second year exactly. guy. It's part of that youth movement. They learned a lot. I think yep. Campbell's message to them, uh, Scotty. And then I got to get to a network timeout afterwards where he said, yeah, "Hey, go, you don't go. know. You know, getting here is so tough. I don't know if we can get back here." That almost is the billboard message for the team during the off season. Can you get back to the NFC Championship 100%. game and finish business? and give them a chip on their shoulder the way they had this year climbing the mountain to to stay at the top. Amen, brother. Hey, great job, man. You're one of the best on the NFL Network, especially on the Red Zone Channel. Scott, uh, Rochester native on the east side of the state. Thank you so much for your time. All right, Bill. Good to be with you, man. That's good, man. He's got energy. I I didn't know he was a Detroit guy. Good job, Superfly. Thanks for getting somebody from the NFL Network. Uh, Way to go. Appreciate the, the good work there behind the scenes. And your dad, your dad's upset about me telling the story about going to Tampa game. Tell your dad, Mom, I love them. 
that nothing I ever say is ever embellished or directed in a negative way towards the Hayes Ranch in Rockford. I, your mom canceled brother-in-law Andy's birthday party, uh, upset with me. Your dad said I drove the bus over him. I said, no, we were in a limo going to the Tampa game. Not a bus. <laughs> yeah, this Al Karsten, I've followed him on, on Twitter, and it's really interesting. I mean, man, look at those numbers. How, how'd Branch play less than half? He had to be heard then. My God, he's their best defender. He is. Okay, I was in a happy place. Now I'm getting angry again. What's going on? Let's go to Jerome and Bay City. Listening on 100.9 FM, The Mint. You're on the huge show. Yeah, second time caller, uh, long time listener. Good to have you um, on. I played a little. Pardon? Well, I said good to have you on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, I played a little football in, in, in high school, and um, injury took me out of the game. But anyways, uh, there's a lot to be said, and you can't put a gauge on it for emotion that, that the offense and the defense feed off each other. It seemed to me after that first field goal, he didn't take the field goal. He went for the, for the first down, and we didn't get it. On the sidelines, it almost seemed like it sucked the air right out of that it team. Did. They lost their focus. You know what? You and know, by the second time, it was over. It was done. You could, you know, Jerome, you're a smart man there in Bay City. And thanks for listening on 100.9 FM. The Mint love that station. Matter of fact, they got the payoff, the local show. You can call in and talk about the Lions even more with the crew. On 100.9 FM, right when I'm done, like in 20 minutes, I got the payoff. That's what their opening is. They got the payoff. You can call in and complain about the Lions local and live in the Midland Bay City Saginaw area. Go to Dan and Kalamazoo listening on 96 won the game out of Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Hughes. Uh, love the show. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, first time calling in, getting involved with the show. Uh, it's been a heck of a season. Um, I appreciate you being here for all the Lions fans, all the Michigan fans, you know, everything that we've been through this year. Uh, you're always an uh, outlet for us to turn to, and I appreciate you being there. It's, I feel like I'm on a <laughs> counseling <laughs> you know, meeting here, talking with you, listening to all the analysts that call in and uh, you know, give their opinion, really kind of – I'm trying to make sense of this whole thing, my, my emotions, my mind. Uh, you know, it's kind of all over the place. I'm, mine is kind of mush. My heart is broken. I feel gutted. I just, uh, I don't know what to, how to make sense of it, but the more that I listen to the people that you have on your show kind of make me think differently about um, the situations and everything that happened within the game. Um, it's been a long season, but um, it, my number one question for you is, what point are we going to really kind of hold the coaches accountable because the players themselves, yeah, the players made a lot of mistakes in the second half. They did really great in the first half, but there's been a constant theme this year that I've, we've all talked about is the halftime adjustments. 
the coordinators, Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson, uh, you know, uh, this isn't regular season football. Dan Campbell can't use that mentality on fourth down in the playoffs. I don't, you know, I, I know uh, Reynolds dropped the ball and, and, and all that stuff happened, but what point in time are we going to hold these uh, coordinators accountable and say, where was the adjustments for Aaron Glenn in the second half? 17 points in the third quarter. Uh, no points scored to the very end, darn near, for the offense. It's like Shanahan went in there and said, okay, we're going to counter. And Detroit came out, and they couldn't. You know, yeah, we dropped some passes. Uh, a lot of things didn't go our way. The bounce didn't go our way. The, you know, it, and thank God it wasn't penalties and all this other jazz involved. It was a lot of our own demise. But at what point in time are we going to say maybe the coaches are not that or, you know, adjust, they're not that great to adjust. Well, you know, and, and one thing Aaron I, Glenn. Right. And, and Dan, let me explain this. I got to get to a network timeout, and I really appreciate your thoughts from the heart. A, you're a Michigan fan. You won the national championship. You're a Lions fan. You went to the NFC title. Based on this year, the bar now is set that Dan Campbell has to take his team to the playoffs every year. Every year he's in Detroit, he has to go to the playoffs for a long run. He does. Five, six, seven, eight years, whatever it is. Anything below winning the NFC North now is below the bar. So, yeah, he'll be held accountable. I agree with the adjustments. I think when games get tight, they they get tight. And, and that's why if they do get tight, then take the points. Why did you take the three before halftime instead of going for the end zone and settle for it, but you wouldn't settle for the three on those two fourth downs? I, I get your Dan the Gambler. And I like that. And I love Dan Campbell. And I will say one other thing. Hearing the voices of everybody today has helped me as well. Because I'm bummed out. I was thinking Michigan wins the national championship. Lions are going to win the Super Bowl. I'm watching the Chiefs. They're not that good. Baltimore choked. Oh, my God. They're leading at halftime. Not only are they going to Vegas, but they're going to win the Super Bowl. And instead, on a money line Monday... I'm promoting the Niners and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Life isn't fair. We have one final segment straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. January in Michigan means two things. One, you are wondering if those holiday leftovers are still edible or if they're a biohazard. Two, the roads are getting slippery. You're on your own with the leftovers, but the Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police has a very simple solution for road conditions. Slow down. No matter how good of a driver you think you are, it can take up to 10 times longer to stop your car on slippery roads. Please, drive slow on ice and snow. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. 
part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and CC Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. You don't want to miss the savings this week at Meyer. Right now, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Coupon printed at checkout. Start redeeming next week. And buy five, save $5 when you mix or match items across the store, like General Mills Cheerios and Dan and Yogurt. There are so many ways to save with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, wrapping up uh, Moneyline Monday, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you always use code HUGE when you sign up, and they have a super offer for Super Bowl 58. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE, and new customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Also, DraftKings same game parlays they have ready for... Huge payouts if you win for Super Bowl 58. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. And use code HUGE when you sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. 24-7, everything you need connected to this show is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. 